prepared and nurses are being protected. <laughs> I quit my job today. I wanted to work and I was assigned to a COVID patient on an ICU unit that has been converted to a designated COVID unit. None of the nurses are wearing masks, not even surgical masks in the hallways when they're giving report to each other. I had my own N95 mask. I told my manager, I understand we're short on supplies, but let me protect myself. Let me feel safe. I have family that I have to come home to. And the way things are looking, this isn't going to get any better. America is not prepared. And nurses are not being protected. <laughs> Alright, guys. Thank you, uh... For tuning in to the ET podcast, and um, yeah, as you can hear, um, a lot of people are, you know, feeling hopeless, and yeah, that was um, a video of a nurse. In uh, I believe this is I most of these nurses or these cases is off New York. Yeah. Um, but before anything, welcome to the ET Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Trey. And today we are going to talk about hopeless. Yeah. Feeling hopeless. The, the art of... Actually, KB had a song, I think, called The Art of Hopelessness or something like that. I, I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up as a matter of fact. Yeah. And well, as we're doing, uh, right now we're trying to, I, I don't know, I feel like it's important to know the definitions. And I, the reason why I think this uh, is because. The art of hope. The Sorry. art of hope. Okay. But, uh, before that, he had the art of drifting. Mm. So, yeah. anyway, that's and separate. And I feel like this is important because we can kind of understand where everything is coming from and why and the roots. Uh, hopeless. Uh, it's a f- it's feeling or causing despair about something. And as we can see, uh, you know, as this um, individual, this nurse was feeling hopeless about you know her uh, or despair about something. Which that something is that they don't feel protective, and she feels that America is not prepared for this yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Um, which and is really interesting uh, because there was a link that I got um, that I can maybe, well, actually, no, that would be a different thing. But, uh, and when hopeless, uh, when the word hopeless comes in mind, what do you think of, think of Trey? Abandoning all signs of life and, and wishfulness and, you know, things being turned around and 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 going well. Um I've I've been at that point in my life multiple times actually. Okay. Um back when I was suicidal, for example, I mean that is hopeless right there. Uh, just feeling like all there was no other option. Like mm-hmm. all options have been abandoned. Like all there's no way out basically. Um I've 
I, I've been there and I know how it feels. Um, for that nurse, I mean, she she's on the front lines yeah. of seeing how this thing is going, this whole uh, virus. And it obviously she she feels hopeless. You know, Imagine she had to quit her job. She quit her job because they were asking her to work without face masks. And see, that doesn't make sense. It to doesn't. Me. Like that's that's one of the dumbest things you could ask of someone, you know, because it's like those people. Like if they get sick, then who's gonna take care of the people that are sick? And not like, just, and not just that, know? but like she has to go to her family. And she had she said she had a family to go to. Yeah, I mean, I, which is probably the case with a lot of nurses and doctors in these hospitals. Like they still have family. Yes, they're trying to take care of people that are coming in, but it's like. They still have loved ones. They got people that are waiting on them, waiting for them to come home and stuff. And like, it's just, it's selfish, um, you know, to, to put everything on them and just forget about their needs. I'm sick, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I got coronavirus. I'm on the verge of dying. Okay. What about them? Like, I don't know who gave her those orders or whatever, but like that's stupid. it was like, like I guess that it was super dumb. It was her manager, um, like that's so they gave her that option. Why? Um, it well, it didn't sound like much of an option. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So man, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, hopeless. I mean, definitely is feeling that you're all alone, yeah. especially now. In this situation, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, um, in in this situation, and actually, I felt this with a coworker, um, and this was because at my work, what they're doing is that if you are, um, if you're elderly or have some type of medical condition like asthma or whatever. Like, you're not able to come back to work. Mm. You cannot work. Um, and the guy came in to work, and, um, and the and like a manager was like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be right. here. And it wasn't like he wasn't being rude or anything. It was just like... He needed you, the money? You, you, no. No, well, the, the, my, the boss, my manager was like, you can't be here. You're oh. not... You're putting everybody on risk. Right. And the person was like, well... I want to work. There's nothing I can do. I, like, I feel trapped in my house. Yeah. Like, like I'm feeling so anxious. Like, I can't do nothing. Mm. No. Imagine. And, and this guy, he lives alone. Um, so it's like, imagine. Like, what is, dude, you're in, in your house isolated. And that's actually one of the definitions, too, isolation. Um, being isolated from the world and not you know being trapped in your thoughts being trapped in between uh, four four walls yeah yeah imagine I mean, like and, and he's been doing this for like almost like a week and a half so imagine yeah cannot go out anywhere 24 7 just stay here you like feel like you're in prison <laughs> yeah really i mean you there's i i experienced that like like i said my schedule has not changed i mean well my routine or whatever i'm still going to work and all that my schedule has changed so now i have sundays off that's really the only day i have off because we still do the podcast on yeah. thursdays but i i went from having three days off a week to having two days off a week mm. one full day where i have nothing to do 
Sunday, I felt like that. That was one day. You know how it was funny because um, I told you, uh, what was that? Episode 56, I think it was. I had just told you that I have not had a weekend off that didn't require yeah. PTO since 2016. Now I have Sundays off. Oh, wow. That's and so good. it was weird for me waking up on Sunday. I was like, man, what am I going to do? I put a verse on a song, put that song out, and then after that, I played Call of Duty with my brother and one of his friends and went back and forth between Call of Duty and The Division once I got tired, went to the other games, <laughs> watched TV. But it's like, I feel him on that. Like, mm -hmm. I, that was just one day, and I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to do something. Right. I can't, like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really one for human interaction, which is a terrible way to be. But I need to go somewhere, do something, have a change of scenery. So I, I understand him, you know, and I wasn't hopeless or nothing like that. Like, but still, it's just, yeah, I, I can understand how he felt. Now, <laughs> with the word hopeless, um, let's go ahead and look into what does it actually mean uh, to be hopeless. Um, <laughs> Dude, I, there's this thing. <laughs> what, what does it mean to be? What does it mean to be hooped on? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. That just, was one of the definitions. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> hopelessness, being dunked on. This gives you like an example. That yeah. is a moment of hopelessness. <laughs> like, all right, being I cannot the... defend this dude. Like, he's he's gonna bang on me. I know. LeBron that... James coming down the court. And you're the the last line of defense. That's an image <laughs> of hopelessness right there. And I he's mean, coming straight to the paint. Like the, that's that's hopelessness. Right this there. one here <laughs> saying having no expectation of good or success. Despairing felt hopeless and alone. And it really comes down to loneliness. It does come to yeah. being like there's nobody there to you're just by you, yourself. Like to yeah. to help you. Uh, to give you some type of comfort. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of the things, too, that, I mean, we kind of want to, we implemented this for those people that initially, I guess it really comes down to the root of why we started the podcast, too, because mm -hmm. we want to be able to be that, like, the, the voice and be able to be there for the ones that are in need, that are feeling these type of emotions and that are going through those specific things that we talked about yeah. or that we talk about. To bring in some light and know that they are not alone and that you're not alone, especially in this situation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know, I mean, with what I'm saying, I mean, it can be kind of contradicting because, you know, sometimes, you know, as, as human, you try to look out for yourself. But yet, sometimes you feel that you need to be at a 100% capacity in order to help people. But I feel that's, that's not true. But I feel, yeah, that's what I was saying. But I feel like sometimes it's not. Yeah. And that is the war that some people have in, in their heads or in their minds and that they fight with. Because it's like some people say, you know, you have to be 100%. Mm -hmm. But some don't. Like, you know, being able to help each other out. Uh, yeah. Especially in this time of need. And this is yeah. in the time of need where we all need to be together. Because, you know. We but, need to be together, but not together. <laughs> like. 
Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. And it really brings you to the to the thought of like, dang, like honestly the government is She I will s- kill you if you get ink on that. Oh dude, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to take some, something off. I'm just letting you know. Um, but back to you saying, yeah, we need to be together, but not together. Um yeah. just was, support one another. I was taking this off. You know, at least. Okay, I was I was letting you know. But, Support one another, but we still have to follow, obey the laws of the land. Yeah. You know, like it says in the Old Testament and stuff. So. Yeah, and I mean, at this moment, it's being able to talk to the people that you haven't talked to. You have the time to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. it's easy to get in our emotions. It's easy to get into our thoughts because of, you know, not being able to go out, do anything, and being able to... Just and you really isolate yourself and being in the social media is because if you really think about it, being on your phone, you're like on your phone, you one and one. You it's, know, it's like I said on the previous episode, like we've already been conditioned to yeah. isolate ourselves because of social media, mm-hmm. but now it's more so you don't even have the physical option anymore. That's not even available. You yeah. had it before, but you chose to isolate yourself. You know. Yeah. Right now, yeah. So. And and uh I mean and this is a time where you have to be in a way closer to God the the more uh, the more you can. Yeah. Um because in that moment of your devotion and in, in the moment of 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 you one on one with him. Yeah. is where he's going to be able to talk to you and fulfill all your needs. And honestly and, and this is one of the verses that I want to talk about. It says come to me all you who labor and are have have and are heavy burden landon that's what it says laden laden sorry wow <laughs> come to uh, me here read this bro read this oh my gosh dude 28 <clears throat> all right come Always to me three. all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There you go. You should have got you some coffee too, man. No. You're struggling. No, it's just that sometimes I can't <laughs> spell some words, but... No, I, I understand. I'm but, just giving you crap. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things here, and, and the cool thing in this verse is Jesus himself, he's giving you that offer, that opportunity, yeah. that uh, that choice yeah. to come to him. Mm-hmm. And, I'd be, and I feel this is very useful, especially in this time of need, because um, at this time, obviously, there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, in a way, worries and, like, not yeah. knowing what's going to happen. What am I going to do the next day or whatever? Right. But he says that he'll give you rest. And, like, the rest that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, yeah. feeling yourself like you're, even if you're stuck at home. But, you know, you know how I see it and, and with this thing? <coughs> with, um... And this is going to be like, I don't know what you guys will think of me, but you know the drug LSD. (laughs) Are you comparing a spiritual journey with God Almighty to LSD? Yeah. That is the worst comparison 
I have ever heard. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dude, listen to what I, I, I get. What you say. listen? What I'm trying what to say. And no, I have not experienced. There's this. no high no, like the most high. I have not tried or whatever. I just know. I do research, whatever. Anyways, going back to my point. I feel that's how he's going to make you feel. And actually, you know what? Yes. God will make you feel that same type of sensation. Euphoric feeling. You know, I think we'll have this sensation. Uh, Paul had it before. Um, actually, you know what? I think it's an axe. I well, can, the I can thing look into is it. With- and also, Peter had it before. When they were hallucinating things, they, they would see angels going up and down and like all this crazy stuff. Actually, I'm going to go to it. But anyways, I'll look, at, I'll look for it later. But we're like, uh, Peter was seeing all these things. Where, the sheet with the... Yeah, with like the, the animals, animals and, and stuff, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So... No, I, you, you know what? You I, I mean, t- he it's will. kind of a side note. I will say there has been times where I was praying. is twice. Right. I've never shared this with... I, I've only said it <laughs> to Denise. Um, there's been at least two times where I was so like in tune in prayer that I felt like I was levitating. I could have sworn that I did levitate. Like I may have came off the ground maybe that much. And for, and because we don't have video, I may have came off like a half an inch off the ground. I felt like. Now, if it happened or not, I don't know. But that feeling... But that's how you felt. You can't take that away. Right. Yeah. So... Like you felt that you experienced it, so... Yeah. And I had my eyes closed, so I don't know if I was levitating or not. And I don't even know what it feels like to levitate. So, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? So, I... Yeah. Hey. But and, th- that... That moment, though, was just euphoria. It yeah. was It was a euphoric feeling. So, I, I understand what you're saying, you know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And, and I'm saying, like, you can get to that point of ecstasy. Yeah. Where, like, God, or, like, even the, the example when, like, Jesus was praying and he basically... Went Super Saiyan. Went Super yeah. Saiyan. Like, all those type of things. Man, this girl really wants to uh, get my attention. <laughs> Push that chair in. Um, but, um, but, yeah. Um, you know, he's giving you that offer... Yeah. And coming into him and he will give you rest. And he yeah. will take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle, lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your days. Now what one thing of the cool thing with the yoke, um, if you guys don't know, uh what it was used, it was used for uh like what was it called? Like bulls or cows or yeah, whatever cows and, and uh, that, to be yeah. able to kind of like pave the way for like when you would you know plow you plow um and such yeah. and it was a thing that you would put um in their necks mm-hmm. uh and oxen yeah and most of that was due to just to guide the ox or whatever yeah uh so it would go straight yeah. and not go apart because you know you have two of them yeah you know and you have to you apart. have to plow a certain way yeah to plant the seeds and all of that and, yeah. and and i like how it says because um especially in this time we do need direction and i yeah. feel like that's what it's talking about take yeah. my yoke upon you like upon you so like like i feel like it's just more like take my guidance yeah upon you and learn from me 
Yeah. So you're taking that guidance and learning from him uh, that he is gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, meaning that, you know, with you following and being guided by him, he will teach you things. And I feel like the coolest thing, especially now being able to get and have more time to have that devotional with him, mm-hmm. um, because, and honestly, this is my belief that with this time with obviously you know it's the end of the world and whatnot or like that jesus is coming i feel like the more you get in devotion with him he will appear to you and will talk to you and let you know hey look he will not tell you okay this is gonna be the date it's gonna be you know February. Yeah, he's no, gonna be like I, I say it all the time yeah. jesus doesn't even know when he's coming right. back right know? exactly so. so but i feel like he's going to be able to like give you some type of revelation and hint yeah. of a couple of things you know yeah um so and that's a pretty that's a pretty cool thing because you know you have a communication with somebody that is there to for you to be whatever you want him to be to be your friend to be your god to be your i don't know your wife your husband friend brother yeah, or whatever I mean, he can cover everything um yeah. and and just by communicating with him and like you said i mean and i feel that that's a huge important thing with with having that experience because mm-hmm. even going back to like to the unbelief thing like how are you going to believe in somebody that is not true that you don't see it and right. and a lot of people might think you're crazy you know how are you going to believe in god and say that you're going to go in heaven when you have not seen none of this but right. my my argument with it is the experiences what you experience and like you said it's like like that experience is something that no one is going to take away from you you know what i say to that it's like I was just saying, yeah. combat the unbelief with unbelief. Yeah. Somebody's like, well, you know, you're, you're a Christian. You devoted your whole life to God, you know, or whatever. You believed in him and all this. What if you're wrong? I'd turn around and be like, what if I'm right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if, you know? I want to do that episode someday, by the way. What you know, you- what if, you know, I had brought that up a while ago. But um, what if I'm right? You know what if what if what if i didn't waste my time what if aliens are true i real <coughs> and they are um <laughs> but uh you know what i'm saying so that's that's what i would say to people with unbelief and stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah and i mean not to get back to that but no you know. no absolutely but but yeah i mean loneliness is a very in a very bad thing and like i mean you've experienced it it takes you into a, a depression where you cannot get out, uh, get out away from, unless you have help. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, it's gonna make you think things such as, you know, all right, I guess it'd be better for me to just die, or it'd be better for me just to, um, I don't know, cut myself or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's definitely something that is uh, something that you <laughs> that you see <laughs> in yeah. the world a lot. Um, but, but yeah, God or, and well, Jesus, well, both, all three, I guess they're, they're offering you that option. Yeah. You know, don't do this alone. And there's many verses out there that literally talk about, uh, I mean, God has so many names that, mm-hmm. I mean, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, yeah. for example, what is a comforter in, in form of, I mean, in, yeah, in form of like human thoughts comforter your sheet yeah. that you put on when you go to bed <laughs> so the the holy spirit is like a blanket 
Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Text you, keeps you warm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the comforter, the helper, the friend, the, yeah. you know. The I provider, mean, the. All three of them, I mean, they're one and the same, but all three of them have so many names. I mean. And a lot of functions. You know, and a lot of functions. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like. It's a trifecta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, there's, you, you don't have to be hopeless, you know. There's always God in the darkest thing. You can find God in everything. Hmm. Every single thing. Coal. Think about coal, for example. Coal. That's literally darkness. Coal. You, you press oh, it yeah, yeah. And, and stuff, and what does it turn into? It shines. It turns into a diamond. You're telling me that that's not God. You know, if you think about it that way. Like, how does it shine? How do you press something that hard mm. and then start shining? Right. Like, that's God. That is crazy. You know? That's, and it's literally darkness. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about another example. Um, and, and, oh, actually, like, I say this all the time, too, with, with atheists and all of that. Um, and this was actually one of the things that, uh, there was a lot of things that helped me get saved or whatever, but um when people are like the big bang theory and all that mm -hmm. like no this is just a coincidence everything is just a coincidence two rocks hit together here we are how is it that there's enough oxygen on this planet for us to survive to breathe and stuff there's just enough oxygen how is it that every name gets cursed every quote unquote religious figure figure's name gets gets cursed or whatever like um or i mean doesn't get cursed sorry okay, sorry yeah. i butchered that it doesn't get cursed like you never heard anybody i've said this before you never heard anybody say buddha damn it or gandhi damn it or whatever <laughs> it's always gd they always curse god's name and why is that exactly nobody knows but a few of us do know yeah. i mean satan is the god of this world I mean, hmm. he hates god yeah. so yeah you know anyway yeah i know that was a bit of a rabbit trail but yeah i know and that's good and then there's another one here um that talks about for i know the thoughts uh for i know the thoughts that i think towards you saith the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil jeremiah 29 yep, yep. to give you an extent expected end yep um you know and you know we can find a lot of things where like you know you can find a lot of peace a lot of guidance through him mm -hmm. um and you know you're not in this fight alone no like we talked about i mean it's about being connected and and you know being together and even if we can do if we do this like uh, virtually i mean hey the word is always gonna be there, and a lot of and a lot of people say, "Well, yeah, I mean the Bible, I read it." But the thing is that a lot of people take it too literally. Mm -hmm. You have to read it in context. Yeah, like each each, like you read the Bible interprets the Bible. Mm -hmm. I learned that from Pastor Jim. So if there's something in a verse that you don't understand, read the reread the verse. If you don't understand that verse, read the chapter again. If you don't understand a chapter, read that specific book in the Bible again. It's all in context, yeah. you know. Um, true. So, yeah, you have to look at the context of things. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. 
But um, but yeah, and 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 honestly, with with hope, hopeless. You, you know something? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, too. go ahead, go ahead. If you really want to like overcome hopelessness, think about this. If this is the end of life as we know it, why can't it be the beginning of life that we don't know? And I'm not talking about like That's new deep. world order and all <laughs> that crap. Like I'm talking about like you know, um, this is the beginning of eternity. You know, mm-hmm. this is the beginning of how of you may not necessarily be seeing a glimpse of heaven or whatever but things are going to start going that way for you personally if you have a direction i mean have a a relationship with god yeah things can start going that way for you and you'll start seeing glimpses of heaven and all of that and then before you know you're in heaven dude and it's the beginning of that and this is crazy and this when this uh it's revelation 21 4 it says, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their mm-hmm. eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall the, uh, shall there be any more pain, for former things are passed away. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There. I, I, keep, I always bring up, like, the same people because it's just, like, they were so influential in, like, me mm. coming to Christ and stuff. Andrew Womack made a joke, <laughs> like, when I first got saved, like, one of the first few times I heard him. He said, you know, that scripture, how it says he'll wipe away, wipe away every tear and all of this stuff, right? He said, I don't think he's wiping away the tears and stuff because we just barely made it to heaven and we're, like, limping into heaven. <laughs> got a black eye and bandages and stuff, and it's like, all right. We made it here and like we're just balling and stuff. He said, I think God is going to wipe away our tears because we're going to feel so foolish. Like we didn't have to be hopeless down there. We had the power of of Jesus Christ in us all this time. and We could have conquered way more situations that we were in that we didn't have to be in. That is funny. We're going to cry because we didn't realize how the ability and you know what we were capable of really achieving down there down on earth he said that's why god is going to wipe away our tears because we were just ignorant (laughs) like honestly we didn't know what what the 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 things that we possessed the abilities and and stuff that we possessed dude yeah that makes me think dude that i was like when he said that i and that's i heard that message probably in like 2015 and that has always stuck with me and i'm just like dude wow what am i doing (laughs) yeah that is insane to think about that is crazy yeah and then there's another one how we're talking about god has many names and the one of them in here in romans 15 13 it says now the god of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in peace and hope, I'm sorry, throughout the power of the Holy Ghost. Mm. And that is the thing. Yeah. You know, what is the thing that will bring power or that will bring power to you or yep. being able to give you the capacity to do those things mm-hmm. is by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because you know, when Jesus left, he said that he that we will do greater things. 
than what he did. Yeah. But why? Because the the comforter, the Holy Spirit, was gonna yeah. be within us. Yeah. And we're able and capable of doing that stuff. So imagine, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's a lot of hopelessness and uh in in the world right now, but with a with the help of the Holy Spirit, what if we're able to go ahead and bring that joy by I don't know, maybe making a bunch of patients be healed again. And yeah. that's actually crazy. I never heard or I haven't heard of uh, any Christian people going to those hospitals and praying for them people. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you, you know what? You just reminded me. Do you remember um, when we had that class in DI and we were, they were talking about Azusa Street and all of that stuff? Yeah. You remember that one guy who was, he had, it, was, it wasn't exactly a hospital or whatever, but he was in there just praying for people and getting them healed and then like the police and like actual hospitals and stuff got him shut down because they were saying he was practicing without a medical license oh and all yeah, yeah. it's like he wasn't using medicine he was using his faith that he has in god to fully heal people Dude. like god was using him to to heal people. <laughs> so i'm just thinking and see it would be so and that's the thing. If there was somebody who went to hospitals yeah. and, Sorry. you know, started healing people of coronavirus and stuff, I guarantee you all that new world order and stuff, that stuff would be sped up. It'd be like, oh, no, somebody's like going around eradicating the coronavirus. We need this money because hospitals are businesses and stuff like they're not in the business of getting you healed. Yeah. They're in the business of keeping you medicated yeah. and you also like, and they the, don't make any money the effects to all the stuff is saying that like even if you do uh recuperate from these this virus yeah. if you have it you're gonna start like having like like lung problems or See. stuff like respiratory problems in the future See. um which will bring you back to exactly yep and, and that's that also goes back to me saying stuff is orchestrated i'm not gonna get into all that but Anyway, or about how, nah, I was gonna say how there's already a cure of cancer, but exactly. Oh, you heard about that too? Yeah, but that lady, yeah, who, yeah, and I mean, it is. I I believe that's possible. I mean, that is already available. But imagine, dude, you're talking about billions of dollars going into the Medicare industry Mm -hmm. for vaccines, for medication, for uh the cancer there's you so know, many chemotherapies i think insurance companies they lose business yeah like I, what i need health care for <laughs> you know what i'm saying like if that's the case if i can just get healed from anything or if i got healed and i never got sick again like they wouldn't profit off me they wouldn't profit off of any of us so like a chemo a chemotherapy uh, is basically it says these figures include total cost of treatments nor these drugs the cost of cancer drug can range from little as a hundred a month to as much as sixty five thousand see a you month see what I'm saying for some newer medications according whatever dude imagine that dude sixty five thousand a month bro dude imagine if you have like a hundred of people like let's just say this is just a quick Quick math here, quick math. I just want I want to show 
sixty-five thousand dollars. If you have like let's say over a hundred patients, you're yeah. talking um sixty-five thousand. I put a plus. Oh, dude, you're talking about six six million dollars, just a hundred patients, and just that alone. Fam. And and that's a month. So imagine you double by by a whole entire year. You're talking about just with those 100 patients, you're making yourself 78 million dollars in just a year, bro. Like imagine that. That's a lot of money, bro. Like where's that money going to? Dude. And I'm sure there's not just 100 patients. No. No. <laughs> no. There's there's probably at least. Well, I don't know. I, w- I would like to say like a thousand patients on each floor or something, but it depends on the size of the hospital or whatever. Like, so I can't just flat out say that, you know, but yeah, like there's big money. I, I, again, this is another one of the things I always say, Sherlock Holmes, um, the second one, the one with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law, um, Moriarty or Mor- Moriarty, however you say his name, mm-hmm. he said there is big business in bullets and bandages. Well, there you go. So, I mean... Dude. Hey, my, bro, I, I think <laughs> I said this again, too. I'm sorry to cut you off again. No, there you go. Dude was making a joke, but it wasn't a joke. My <laughs> old job, which I cannot say the name of, they made all types of cases and stuff right they even made like missile cases and stuff right they made everything from like coolers to all this stuff right and <clears throat> dude said when he brought up the missile case or whatever he was like you know uh we're not getting too many of those out right now so we're hoping the next world war we're hoping we're hoping world war three happens soon so we can make some money off those cases and i was like he, he said that jokingly, but I know he was probably serious. Because he was one of the people that's like at the top of the company. Yeah. And so he probably meant that. Just so he can make some money. Yeah. Dude. Sick. It's that, sick. Man. That is crazy. Dude, and, and, and I was just looking, dude, just like uh, an estimation of uh, patient, uh, pa- uh, cancer patients. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit over 2 million in just the United States. Soon. So imagine, multiply that times like another 78, 78 million plus yeah. 2 million. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about hell of money. And see, you know what's messed up? Me and Denise, <clears throat> we have an idea for a YouTube channel and stuff uh, on food, healthy food and stuff. Yeah. So if we get killed, like Dr. Sabid or something like that. Like Dr. Sabid. It's because we're coming up with solutions. It's really about mm-hmm. what you put in your body, what you eat mm-hmm. and stuff and, and, you know, all of that. So, I don't know, man. Dude. We're still debating if we're going to do it or not. We that might be, have a, a target on our head. That'd be know. sweet, though. You should go for it, though. So, because I just showed you my freezer, mm-hmm. you know. But, anyway... I, I I see why people have reasons to be hopeless, but you don't have to stay in that state of mind. You don't have to be you stay in a state of hopelessness. You know, you don't have to do that. Yeah. No, I feel you. So, you know. but yeah. And, and I mean, all it is about going back to the previous ones we were talking about trust. 
Yeah. Uh, and just knowing that God is there with you. Because, I mean, that's all you need. And I I think one of the verses is that with God, everything, anything is possible. Yeah. Um, so just being able to be connected with him, having peace, and, and he'll give you all those things that you need, even though even though you're isolated, even though you're in quarantine or whatnot. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, dude. For <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. I know these past few episodes are kind of heavy, but yeah. we need to talk about it. Yeah. Maybe we'll kick off season four, you know, in uh, more lighthearted and stuff. More fun, attractive ways. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So, but thank you guys though for tuning in to the ET podcast. This was Eric, and I've been Trey. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram. So, uh, I was gonna say <laughs> social club. What? I don't know. I was about to say that, but anyway, social Instagram, medias, Apple yes. Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube, and definitely yeah. follow us as well if you want to. Um, um yeah. If you don't, it's fine. I, I took my IG handle off of oh. the podcast IG handle. Oh, did you? I'm gonna change my okay uh, my Instagram. So yeah, follow right. Eric. Yeah, follow me. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Yep. See you guys. Bye.